Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Gillian Devlin in for Joe Nash on Live 95. A big night in the awards ceremony world last night as the Brit Awards took place. We also got a list of Oscar nominees for this year yesterday as well. And joining us on the line to chat about all of this, we have Live 95's resident showbiz correspondent, Crossy. Good morning to you. How are you? Chilling. You know what? There's times when, you know, nothing's really happening. And then all of a sudden you get this massive splurge of entertainment news and you're going, there's so much going on and it's all great news. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll start first with the Oscars. Jessie Buckley, who everyone would have known she started off in reality TV, and uh, she has worked her way up in some cracking performances, some cracking performances. Maggie Gyllenhaal had a, uh, had a movie out, and she's after getting a nod for Best Supporting Actress yeah. for The Lost Daughter. I saw it. I, I watched The Lost Daughter, and... Um, yeah, Jessie's fairly... She's amazing in everything she's in. I loved her in Chernobyl. She was brilliant in that. And um, in The Lost Daughter, she's really good. She sounds so like Olivia Coleman because she plays a younger version of the play, mm-hmm. part that Olivia plays. And you just would assume that they had the same voice. It was just... <laughs> it was incredible. She was really, really good. And she's only from down the road here from Killarney. I was actually talking to somebody who knows her. And because it's, it's, I'm always very interested to know, you know, what are these people like? Because we've we've interviewed so many celebrities over the years, and sometimes you're kind of going, "Oh God, I thought they'd be nicer." What I've heard from Jessie is that she is an absolute dote. Everybody loves her. Hard worker, grafter, and I think this is just the start of a brand new journey for her. So I'm delighted, and I think she's up for a great chance to winning it. And then you've got Kieran Hines. Like this is brilliant. Yeah. I don't know if you've watched Belfast yet. I haven't seen it yet, but I can't wait. I'm definitely going to watch it. If you're a fan of Van Morrison's music, you will be in heaven for the two hours. All his music is dotted all around. Jamie Dornan's fantastic in it. Kenneth Branagh was the director of it. He got a nod as well for Belfast. It beautifully depicts like a horrible time in Belfast and it concentrates on a family that's there. Uh, everyone loves Jamie Dornan, you know, and I think, I, I know some people have said that probably the whole Fifty Shades route that he went down a couple of years ago, now he got a lot of a lot of dollar for it, but it kind of scuppers him sometimes when it comes to award season. And I think it will take a while for, you know, that sort of thing to go away from him. Movies like this will help. But Kieran Hines, people would know him from Kin. He was in the Veronica Gearan movie. Uh, he got a nod for Best Supporting Actor in his role in Belfast. And his part in it, it, it he plays a granddad. And you just when you're watching, you get the warm and fuzzies from him all the time. And as I said, Kenneth Branagh got a seven nominations, including Best Picture. I really hope Belfast wins. I really hope it does. And then Judy Dench as well. Yeah, um, they did really well all around. Got us, you know, sort of cle- cleaned up a little bit. Kieran Hines, love him. He's he's a great actor. I believe when they were announcing the nominees there, they struggled a little bit with the pronunciation. <laughs> we love that. We love it when they can't so get I the Irish find, names out. I always find that funny. Yeah, yeah. and I know as well as well. Uh, yesterday, Sky News was claiming both Kieran and uh, Jesse as their own, and I always find it funny. You know. Everyone knows they're Irish. You know, I think if you just even chat to Jesse, you'll know how how Irish she is. But uh, I just saw online yesterday people were giving out that um, that they were saying they were claiming it was hers. 
yeah, it's the standard thing, isn't it? That they always <laughs> yeah. try and do that. But sure, look, we're, we're used to it at this stage. Yeah, little, we were a little bit disappointed here in Limerick that Ruth Negga didn't get a nod because, you know, people were saying in passing that film that, that she might get a nomination mm-hmm. um, in the Best Supporting. But And I, I believe she has done in a lot of the other uh, various award ceremonies. So we, were, we, we missed out on that one. But well done to, to Jessie on get her, getting her nomination. Um, were there any surprises for you, Crossy, or... Or is there anything standing out that you think, yeah, that's that's a dead cert to, to pick up the Academy Award when they're announced? Well, to tell you the truth, all right, as much as I love Belfast, I was surprised at how many nominations I got. I, I, di- I, didn't, think it, I didn't think it would happen as much. I'm delighted it has. Um, I think a big surprise for a, a few people, especially people who don't have children, Encanto. Um, it's a fantastic, beautiful Disney um, Disney movie, and that has done really, really well. I think people were expecting Lady Gaga to get a little nod yesterday for um, House of Gucci. That didn't happen, you know. House of Gucci got a couple of nominations, but I, I think people were expecting, you know, when A Star Was Born came out, everybody loves Lady Gaga, and mm. I think they followed that whole journey of how she um, how she uh, portrayed Patricia Gucci, how she, you know, all of that, where I think she kind of played up to the whole media. She got in the zone kind of like Heath Ledger did with The Dark Knight as the Joker. And they were going, oh, look, this is going to be Lady Gaga's time. And it, it wasn't this it wasn't this time around. So I, I was a bit shocked about that. Um, the, the Oscars, you know what? I, I think it needs something this year. I, I, think it, I think it needs a couple of shocks this year, only because, you know, it's gone a bit flat. I kind of find it's gone a bit flat over the past few years. Maybe probably it's because of the pandemic, you know, movies haven't been as released as they have been over throughout the years. Or we've but, been watching them at home or on our streaming services, you know, people haven't yeah. been, you know, seeing them, having the cinematic experience. Yeah, and that is, and I, I think I, everyone urges everyone to watch them in the cinema, go to the cinema, you know, and try and uh, support all the cinemas because I think it's around about this time now that those movies are going to be, you know, dodgy sites are going to have them because the movies get sent out to just say if you're going to be um, good, um, voting for the Oscars yourself, they give you a list of all the movies and then somehow all the time somebody's you know, lets yeah. them leak and that, that's how it happens. Yeah, I watched one once many, many years ago, very naughtily, uh, but what ruined it for me was you had the message would pop up at the very bottom <laughs> the whole this is only if you're a member of the Academy Award <laughs> Committee or whatever um, but I watched The Power of Do- the Dog on Netflix and that's picked up a, that, yeah. a good few nominees and I have to say um, when I watched it I went oh I really wish I had seen this on a big screen because it is a movie even though it was released on Netflix it is a movie made for the cinema because you just have those beautiful uh, views that that whole Wild West experience that you kind of miss out if you're watching it in your sitting room Absolutely and Benedict Cumberbatch is fantastic in it and I think you know in the best actor he's up against Andrew Garfield for Tick Tick Boom which I think, you know, it's one of Andrew Garfield's fantastic roles. You know, he sings and he's going through hardship in it. And in his personal life, his poor mom died and he he kind of put all his heart into it. So I think if if we're looking at the best actors, I I think Andrew Garfield is going to pit Benedict uh, from the power of the dog. I think he is. I think he is. Um, King Richard, you know, Will Smith. 
if you've watched that movie, it's really good. Um, there's just the, 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 there is some standout there is some standout moments in it. A Dune, I was surprised had uh, a couple of uh, nominations as well. I don't know if anyone has watched Dune, but it is. I nearly fell asleep halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not my cup of tea, but for some people, the sci-fi fans, I'm sure it, it's fantastic for them. I know Kristen Stewart is a front runner. Let's take a listen to a clip um, from Spencer. Fantastic. Um, a voice and a and a, a just to be a mouthpiece for the idea of her is so cool. Um, she ultimately came to a place where she spoke for herself, but there was a long time where her ways of communicating were always very subtle and interpreted as being manipulative in interviews. But if you are not allowed to make mistakes or make any choices or be honest in a direct way she always felt like she was reaching out from behind something. It always felt like, even when she was saying, yes, I'm fine. It was like, no, I'm not. And it was just nice to articulate that and actually say it. Uh, yeah, it was very satisfying. Okay, and my apologies. That was obviously not from Spencer, but that was Kristen's, um Stewart talking about Spencer. A lot of people saying that she's a very good chance. She has a massive chance of winning this, right? So she's up against Nicole Kidman. Uh, she's up against P- uh, Penelope Cruz, Olivia Coleman in The Lost Daughter. I think Olivia Coleman is probably, it's between herself, I think, and Kristen Stewart. Um, if you've seen Spencer the movie, it, when you're looking at her, when you're looking at the mannerisms, the way she speaks, it is kind of like Lady Di. It's a bit out there, and that's probably a massive reason why it could win, is because sometimes the Oscars, you know, go left to centre, and the movie is so out there. It, if, I, if nobody's watched Spencer yet, it it's not real life. It's not fact. It's what could have happened on a weekend at Christmas time. And it's when Lady Di realizes, I don't want to be here anymore. At one stage, she's talking to a Anne Boleyn, a massive photograph of her that comes out. So if you're not into that sort of left to center movies, I probably wouldn't watch it. But I think that's why it's probably going to do really well at the Oscars. I'm delighted for Kristen Stewart. You know, she is fantastic. And again, she got away from all that when she did Twilight, kind of like Robert Pattinson who's gone through the Batman. Sometimes when you do a role, people always stick. They go, oh, that's that person from that. But she's definitely gone away from all that. So hopefully she does. Hopefully she does well for that. So Crossy, we've done the Oscar nominations. The Brits last night, probably the biggest award ceremony with the biggest live audience that any of us have got a chance to watch since uh, the pandemic first hit. And it was so good. It was fantastic. It was the night for Adele. She won three awards. Uh, She won Best Album of the Year, Best Artist of the Year, Best Song of the Year. But the one thing I noticed, she didn't look happy. Now, I because um, we get we we get a different link that shows you stuff that happens behind the scenes when they win the awards. They go into this. They go into this winners' enclosure. They usually chat to the press. You know two minutes max go thanks very much delight I've won and then we used that the next day she was the only one out of every single one of them that never spoke to any of the press and I don't mean you know like like proper journalists who'd be asking terrible questions it would be like light and fluffy questions as oh Adele you've won an award how do you feel oh I feel great thanks very much she didn't even do any of that which I was really surprised and I was watching it last I had to watch it twice because I was uh, recording clips for it and I just noticed she just didn't seem happy I don't know what it is I think the whole Las Vegas thing has really kind of knocked her she's got a lot of criticism for it you know so uh, maybe that's affecting her let's take a listen to what she said in her acceptance I'd like to dedicate this award to my son 
And to Simon, to his dad, this album was all of our journey, not just mine. And um, I'm very proud of myself for sticking to my guns and putting out an album that was about something so personal to me. Because not many people do stuff like that anymore. And um, my son has been so gracious, so gracious and kind and patient with me over the last couple of years. And uh, it's for him and I... Yeah, she sounds emotional there, all right. Yeah. Now, uh, this year they have asked the male and female awards, so everyone was mixing together. And at one stage of the night when she, when she picked up one of the awards, she says, I love being a female. And people have kind of picked up at that saying, maybe she's angry that they put everyone in together rather than ha- you know, having a separate category. I think you can read into these things sometimes. Uh, fantastic night for Sam Fender. He really has gone from strength to strength. Um, he's fantastic. He won the best alt rock. His song 17 Going Under has done so well on every single app you could think of. We've seen some stats from behind the scenes of Spotify and it's never happened before that this growth has just all happened naturally. He's playing the three arena next month, sorry, in, yeah, in March and um, that's completely sold out. So I can see Sam next year dominating it even more. Other little things that happened last night, poor Anne-Marie was singing with KSI mm-hmm. and she's walking down steps. I don't know why they do steps in these award ceremonies but she fell and she stumbled. She has got the meme treatment. Uh, I saw on Twitter last night Specsavers tweeted her and says hi do you want to come in and have a chat with us I was like fantastic she replied back and she says I'll be in tomorrow she took it gracefully she recovered really well she didn't hurt herself but it's one of those kind of standout moments that's not really a standout moment Uh, Mo Gilligan was the presenter he took over from Jack Whitehall and bit of a mixed reviews, you know. Some people loved him, some people didn't like him. But I think, you know, all eyes would have been on him last night because he's in the mass singer. He kind of, you know, he started off on Channel 4 and now he's massive on ITV. Um, Ed Sheeran did really well. He got a Songwriter of the Year award and uh, he was absolutely chuffed with himself. Okay, well, let's listen to him as well, so... It feels good. I mean, I never, you never expect it. I come because I love the night. I love performing. I never expect to win. So, I mean, this is a really, really great award to get. And it's, yeah, I've never seen, I've never actually seen a classic Brit because they've always been different years of being different artists. So uh, this is the first time I'm holding like a old school Brit. Proper Brit. Well, not a proper Brit. The other six don't. They're still still Brits, but yeah, it's great. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I don't buy that uh, fake humility. <laughs> I never expect to win. <laughs> Rubbish. Um, yeah, and then the best international artists. Who did that go to? The best international artist went to Olivia Rodrigo. So I just find it so mad, you know. Sorry, she got the uh, International Song of the Year, I should say, uh, with Good For You, which was, you know, that song has just done so incredible in the charts. And she's Um, coming to Ireland as well, isn't she? I know the tickets just sold out in no time at all. She is going to um, Fairview Park, which is about 10,000 people. But what I've been told by certain people is that she could have sold out the Aviva or Mm. Croke Park. She did that well. She's going to the Marquee in Cork as well. So oh, she absolutely. has both of them. So, uh, yeah, she, a lot of Limerick people will be going to the the gig in Cork. So, yeah, she's. She, I think she probably could have sold out a much bigger arena. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, the first time in 16 years they've had a dance act and Becky Hill won that and she had a fantastic speech where she said 10 years ago this week she went to The Voice. She was slated on The Voice. They said she's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to work. 10 years later she's after winning a Brit and she has about 20 songs that have charted really well. And like She was even crying. and I felt so sorry. Like, as an, I beautifully felt sorry for her because she was so happy that she uh, that she had done so well. Um, but yeah, it was a fantastic night to Brit. Fantastic night. Uh, Performance-wise, Ed Sheeran performed uh, twice. He then revealed that he's got a song coming out with uh, Taylor Swift this Friday. So, you know, that's going to fly up the charts as well. And it's just so good that we're able to talk about stuff happening again, like awards like this. Because Absolutely. We're loving it. We're loving it. We didn't even get time to discuss the fashion, but I know that there's some great pictures out there of the costumes worn uh, last night. Crossy, thanks as always for joining us on Limerick today. Thank you very much. Thanks. Your views, your news, your Limerick today with Gillian Devlin in for Joe Nash.